Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055thekeen.com and the Show at Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. Man show. We're going to Western Carolina to the Catamount South Coach Crow and Bell on the Boss Man Show. Coach Bill, how you doing this morning, Coach? Doing good, doing good. Yes, sir. Coach, let me ask you, man. Uh, has it like you've been there going on your third year already? Western Carolina has it already has it flown by for you, Coach? Yeah, you know, it's a lot of a lot of things we've been working um extremely hard trying to put this thing together. We've I think added a hundred out of the 120 players are new in our roster here in the last two, two and a half years. So uh, we've got the talent got that we feel like we want and the kind of players that we want to sort of build that culture into a winning uh, winning program. And, Coach, I, uh, talk about you building the culture. Um, I know you want guys with talents on the field, but what are you looking for in a young man for his characteristics off the field, for his characters and talents off the field? Well, what we do is I tell our coaches, listen, the first phase is you got they got to be good enough, right, physically to win us a championship. Go find me those guys. But then that's just a start for us. I I believe talented football teams, and I've been on a bunch of teams, um, and they were talented, but they never could win the championship because 
to win a championship, you got to have character. You have to have leadership. You have to have a lot of other characteristics besides just talent alone. Talent can win you some games. Now you went upset a few games here or there, but to do it over a long season and win a championship, you have to have those other characteristics. So we go in, once we identify a kid, that's just a start for us. We're going to make sure he's a self-starter. That's my number one thing. I think too many guys at times, we we don't miss on talent. We miss on a kid that is in high school. His mom and them's got him up and made him go to school and everybody's babying him. And all of a sudden he gets here and he's on his own and he's not a self-starter. Uh, if you're a self-starter, you can go anywhere and be successful. And so we try to get number one characteristics, be a self-starter. Be a guy who wants to be a dominant football player, who wants to do great things, who wants to work maybe on Saturday and Sundays. He's out there. I love getting like videos and uh, Twitter and I'll get on social media and see guys who are working out. I see guys working out on Christmas Day, man. Them are guys, I love them guys, right? They they love the game. They want to be the best. So we try to I, – I believe if you – I hear people talk about all the time, man, that coach can build culture. No, you build culture by the kind of athletes you recruit. Because look, I can get 120 guys like right now, 100 new guys plus the 20 we got that we think are good players when we got here. Now we've got 120 guys in that locker room who's creating that culture of greatness, that create creating that culture of self-starters. That's what we want. And if you have that kind of locker room, you're going to win championships. And Coach Bell, you know, I, I saw you say that because you know, my father after school would have me out there catching passes and running running routes after school every day. You know, yeah. My father taught me from five-year-old on about work ethic and being great and putting in the work in the process. And I feel like too many times young men today don't respect the process of becoming great or be, and be, enjoying the hearts, like the, the weight room, some, the, the, the gun, the gassers. You got to enjoy all the process of becoming a great football player. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys want to go out to the clubs at night and hang out and and football. They love it, but it's not a passion, right? It's yes, sir. They they, they love the game day, and it's great to love the game day. Football is a great sport, and it's great on game day. But the true great players and guys who win championships with are guys who, like you say, love the process. They love being with their teammates and 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 seeing how good they can possibly be as individuals and as a, a group. And that's the kind of guys we want to create. And when you have that in your locker room, you're going to have a great culture. And Coach Bill, talk about how the how the SoCon is even getting better, man. It's growing, it's getting better week by week, year by year. And the talent is in that conference is top to bottom is amazing. Talk about that, Coach. Well, you know, I've only been at this is my third year, but I tell you what, every year there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a nine team conferences. They all can play. You got to show up every Saturday. Um, but there's also that there's a top four or five that it's not like it's just heavily one or two teams. It's four to five teams. The last three years I've been here that can all win at the highest level. And you know, they got a chance to win it and they're good enough to do it. And, um, no, no difference this year. I mean, we've got, I think us and four or five teams that can all go compete at the highest level and, and be in the playoffs and make a good run. And so it's going to be a big challenge for our young young football team to see if we can get it done. Yes, sir. Coach, about this kids, man, uh, recruiting the Carolinas, man, so much talent there um, to get, how you can really draw a circle around what's the Carolina and get down to Georgia, Tennessee, uh, up to Virginia and find talent. It's about just being in your location and being, and how you can find talent to young men who fit what you're trying to build there, those self-starters that you want to have in Western Carolina. Well, we sort of go a little south. We go – we go. Um, you know, we had three Florida players when we got here. We got 50 now on our rosters. <laughs> I, 
if you, I grew up in Florida, I played at the University of Florida. And so, and then I coached ball at JU um, and high school ball in Florida. So I'm well connected, especially South Florida with the coaches. They, they trust what I, what we do, the kind of program we're going to have. Uh, we won at JU, then we go to Valdez State, and in three years we won a national championship. A lot of that was with with Florida guys and South Georgia guys. Um, so yeah, we go Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Uh, and I tell people all the time, if we can't build a championship team in those states, then we're not doing a good job. But um, you know, one thing I love about South Georgia, Florida people, South Florida guys, people. I love them because, man, them jokers do not flinch when they come to college. I think another place you miss sometimes is you get a kid that, that's in high school and he's always been a dominant player his whole career growing up. He's always been bigger, faster than everybody else. And all of a sudden he gets to the college level and people are hitting him in the mouth and he don't know how to elevate his game. South Florida kids, I've never – I've recruited a bunch of them and never have I had one be intimidated when they get to the college level because their whole life they grew, around, grew up around talent. They've had to bust their butt just to get on the field from age five and up, you know, because there's so much talent down there. And um, so that's that we have, you know, we've, and I think one thing, reason why we, like I said, because I'd had so much success down there, you take over a one in 10 program, you know, North Carolina kids would look at us and say, well, let me, I appreciate the offer. Let me see if I can get something better. Right. You're one in 10. They, they've been in this state. They have seen us the last few years. And so when we first got here, you know, I'd had so much success with Florida guys, you know, them coaches down there say, hey, if Coach Bell wants you, I don't care if it's at Western Carolina in the mountains, go because you're going to win and he's going to make sure he takes care of you. And so we had so much, you know, so much success down there getting those kids. And now because we're starting to win, now we're starting to get these North Carolina kids that are interested. So I think we've got the best of both worlds is is that area, like I talked about, is it's really good football, and I think we got a chance to to be successful with that kind of recruitment. Yes, sir, Coach. But I agree with you, Coach. And I saw you, like I said, Kentucky this past week, a uh, big win over those guys and out of UAC. Talk about that win, Coach, and uh, the senior guys performed very well on both sides of the ball this, this past weekend. Well, it's big for us. Our program in year three, I, you know, I've been able to everywhere I've been to win a championship by year three. So I've told my players they're on the hook to get it done this year. Um, but I – I, I know we've passed two – I've built a lot of programs, and there's two things you've got to do before you can think about championships. you got to create a roster that can be competitive, right, and that can be not only competitive against other people but also can create competition within your roster. So that, that number one guy needs to be good enough to win a championship. Number two needs to be – can push him. And number three is a freshman who's going to maybe take all their spots when he gets the the the, you know, the experience. So we've done that. We've, I think, 100 out of 120 players are new here the last two and a half years. And what that does, and I, everywhere I've been, it creates sort of an individual team, a bunch of individuals, because they don't know each other. They're all brand new. So with that team, now you've got it, and you're hoping in year two, year three, it happens. Hope you have it before you get fired, you know. Yes. And that is, is that they come together as a football team. They start they get that linkage together where they trust each other, where they want to play for each other, where they know each other like best friends. Right. Because now we, we, and you got, I think you got to lose some tough games, but we lost some tough ones last year. Uh, Mercer kicked our butt, you know, South um, um, Furman whooped our butt. I mean, you know, and come back and almost won that game, but we were down pretty good. Sanford beat us. So I think we've gone through some tough times. I think you got to go through now. I think we've grown as a football team. 
But what I've seen the last three games is now carried over this year. We won three games down to the wire and beat Chat Chattanooga, who was the 15th-ranked team in the country the last game of the season. And we were down that whole game, but we didn't flinch. And so we're starting to develop, I think, that DNA, that championship DNA you got to have to win a championship. And and uh, and then it's carried, you know, this year, now year three, what you, you've got those two things passed, right? you got a talented roster. Your team's starting to play as a football team. Now you got to have you got to gain confidence by winning, and I think the Sanford game uh, winning it the way we did because they won the conference last year, and then to go beat Eastern Kentucky on the road, I think it's been great for us to start the season to get us get us going. And Sanford has fifty grand transfer seniors. Yeah, they're gonna have a long senior day. I I tell people, you know, the portals help people in different ways, right? Sanford has helped them tremendously with grad students. They've done a great job being able to go get grad students. They got a great, great grad school. We've been able to get a few, like, and we really hadn't focused on grad students. We, uh, our transfers, we, we want to plug in where we need maybe some veteran leadership, certain areas on our roster. But with my, I had a five-year contract. I'm like, I'm, hopefully I don't get fired, but I went with young kids because we had so many connections down in Florida and Georgia and South Carolina. Let's go get those kids that are left over because think about it. A lot of schools, instead of getting 20 high school kids, let's say every year, they're only getting 10 and the other 10, they're going to get transfer guys. So there's a lot of kids out there that had FBS offers that are dropped. And we're, I think we have been able to go in and get some guys who are really FBS type players on this roster. Uh, because there's so many guys out there don't have scholarships. So that's helped us. We're young, you know, with a lot of freshmen and sophomores on this team, but I think we're going to keep growing and and turn into a a really good football team. And Coach Bill, I think this is probably last year, those COVID guys too, because it's so much older, these COVID guys in the system still and still uh, so I feel like this is my last year before normal's out again. So hey, get it while you can. That's, that's, that's my philosophy. Hey, while they open these these great players, get them while you can. Get them, get them, get them, get them going. That's how, that's how I see. It. Let them look at the older guys. You get them good young guys. Oh, oh it's Carolina. Oh, we we we, we in trouble today. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we one thing that's helped us tremendously. I've, I've been making this statement. I think we've got a top fifteen, top ten offensive line in FCS football. And the reason is two guys who I thought were sure they're going to get NFL looks. Uh, NFL's in here all the time looking at them. But they both came back for their fifth year. Maybe one of them was a COVID year. So we've got a really dominant offensive line. I think that's where we – so these young athletes that are around them, you know, our quarterback's a sophomore. All our receivers are freshmen and sophomores. Running back's freshmen. So – but they uh, are sophomores. So – that yeah, that big offensive line that's really good. I think helps young kids play better, right? Because you're surrounded by that offensive line. So I think that's what's made us, you know, pretty good so far. And Desmond's really enjoying that big offensive line. He's getting through them holes, coach. I see he's he's doing his thing out there, coach. That be the line you got, man. Let me tell you, you know, Desmond in our second year here, we went four and six my first year. The next year, the first game of that following year, he committed to us that early. And for FCS, that's pretty early, right? Fall of, of his senior year. And Desmond Reed, if you go talk to any high school coach in Florida, especially South Florida, they'll tell you he's the best back or one of the top two or three that's come through there in the last 10 years. And they're talking FBS backs. They're talking about every back that's come out of South Florida. He's that talent. He had FBS offers, but they go in and, you know, see him, and he's 5'8", 175 pounds, and so they drop him. But he's 4'3". He's a ball of muscle. 
he is one of the most physical backs I've ever seen um, at his at his size. And so he's uh yeah, he gives us he's a superstar, man. He we're gonna have to hold on to him. He's a tough cut character. I tell you, he's really good. And um he's a he's a guy that you can really, you know, you can hand him the ball and most guy backs to get three yards out of the situation, he'll get six. I mean, he's just that 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 good. No doubt he's really good with reading those gaps and having that integrity to see, okay, one cut here. So I'm yeah. watching him. He he pops it on film, coach. He does pop on you know, film. And you'll see 220 line. Watch the film. You'll watch 220-pound, 230-pound linebackers hit him square, and they'll go to their knees. I mean, he's that bit – he's so – he's like a ball of muscles is what he is. And he'll bounce off of them guys, and they'll just fall to their knees. I mean, he's he's pretty special. And he helps out cold, too. He gets cold at that, yeah. that security blanket, helps him out as well, and gets cold, feeling comfortable. And he, I'm seeing Cole right. getting better, uh, going through his reads, seeing his progression, seeing what he's seeing because, Coach, you know and I both know this. Sometimes some quarterbacks look locked in on read number one. Yeah. He's going through a progression, so you got to you have to do a something right there, coach. <laughs> well, we we're proud of him too. You know, he came he came here on a half a scholarship. Cole did, um, and we brought in a couple other kids. And man, we had to give him a full one after his first year. He played, you know, four games, went three and one as a true freshman because we had a guy get hurt. But uh, we thought we had something. One thing, you know, you can't really tell. I I, I knew he could throw the football, but I liked him because of his toughness. And uh, I think if you're going to win any championship, that quarterback needs to be a kind of guy where guys love him. Like, they want to play for him. You know what I'm saying? And they yes, think sir. he's tough. They know he's tough. The way he plays, uh, they respect how tough he is. And he gets them to play at a high level. And that's – you can't really – you don't see that as a quarterback, you know, until you get him on campus. But I think he has those characteristics that you got to have as a quarterback to, to be successful. And so I'm I'm proud of him. Yes, sir, Coach. I, I love what I'm seeing from him. And, I mean, Coach, what are you seeing from Charles Sutton on film as you prepare this week? And what are you going to have to leave? Make sure you hone in on this week as you get ready to play those guys this area. Well, listen, they, I, I, first of all, the coach, I, I coached against him. He was at Albany, Albany State when I was at Valdosta. And his teams are well coached. They play hard. And you see that on film. Their defense gets after you. Um and what we've got to do is make sure that we handling all their their pressure packages off the edge. They do it on rundowns. Like they want to get you behind the sticks. Really good coaching. I mean, they don't try to create negative plays. So I think in this game, if you see us getting a hat on a hat, we'll be successful. But we got to make sure we get a hat on a hat and don't let guys run free and get negative yards against us, uh, negative plays. So that and then offensively, they don't run the triple. So we just got to make sure we're 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 really. I told my coaches, defense coaches. I don't care what you work on, but make sure we're we're lined up. If they run a triple, some kind of option at us that we got our assignments down by the back of our hands. So, uh, but it's going to be you know it's, it's a challenge. They they're going to come in here. They don't play hard, and uh, we get them at home. We got to make sure there's no leftover from the last two weeks. We you know, and I don't think that man. I love this team. They they don't man. They love to play on Saturday, but I think they love they want they're that team. And I think it's again who we recruited. But they love the process. Like they love yes, to see sir. how much better they can get this week than they got last week. That's what we talk about. Let's just be one to know this week. Let's see how much better we can get this week than we were last week. And they love that process. So I think we're going to be ready to go play a good game. And Coach Bass gets Coach Bell, like for you, at what point in your career you decided you want to get into coaching? Because I told my father was a coach, and I see what he had went with them, what did his, his career. So for you, like, when did you decide you wanted to help young men and become a coach? Well, first of all, I grew up on a farm and tobacco farm. 
And that's some hard work. Yes, sir. And my dad, when I left school, I remember when I left for school, he goes, now, son, this this, this uh, farms, they'll be here for you if you want to come back. I was like, dad, I'm going to figure something else out them coming back to this farm. It's too hard at work. But, um, you know, I, I went through college. Uh, I walked on the University of Florida. I just wanted to play ball, right? And I, I didn't know what I wanted to do academically or other than playing football. So I, I actually got my degree in psychology because uh, it was a broad degree. Had no idea, never thought about coaching. For some reason, I love ball. I love, you know, all the different sports. But never thought about coaching. Got drafted by the Miami Dolphins. It was with the um, Atlanta Falcons my first year. Then Buccaneers. That offseason with the Buccaneers, my second year, I tore my ACL playing pickup basketball. Wow. Uh, on the offseason. So I tried to rehab. They let me try to rehab. But without the ACL, they failed me on my physical like in June. So I called Steve Spurrier at University of Florida. He just got the job there in 1990. And I said, Coach, I need a job. I need, you know, I'm going to miss a whole year of football. They cut me, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay cut me. So I had reconstruction knee surgery, and I went there and coached as a GA, and that's when I fell in love said, man, this is what I want to do. I seen almost, you know, to me, coaching wasn't nothing great when I first, you know, when I was thinking about it in college and stuff, but two years after college, I go to coach Spurrier and I seen almost perfection on the field. Like his passing attack was like just the precision and the timing and the routes and the spacing, man, that interests me so much. It got me to say, this is what I want to do. Well, dumb me. I should have stayed in coaching then, but I went back and played another 10 years after I got healthy and then wound up didn't get into coaching until 2004, somewhere or 2001. Um, I retired from from up in Canada playing and uh, got into coaching. So, now, Coach Bill, let me ask you this: How was it playing at old Fulton County Stadium here in, here in Atlanta with the Falcons? How, yeah, how was that? Well, let me tell you one story. Chris Miller was our starting quarterback. You remember Chris Miller? He was from Oregon State, I think. I, I was four years old in '88. So. Uh, 80, <laughs> well, this is '88, okay. Yeah. But we played. I remember being at Fulton County Stadium. And I was on the side. And I played, you know, I started four years in SEC. I mean, that's good football, right? Yes, sir. But all of a sudden, Chris Miller was an athlete, too. He could run. He wasn't a real big quarterback. I was like second or third string de- during my rookie year. But I was on the sideline. And all of a sudden, he starts scrambling to our sideline. I'm like, and this guy looked like a, he looked like he was six eight running after him. I'm like, oh, my God. And I've seen some good players in SEC. And he chased him down on our sideline. I mean, just caught him like it was nothing. This kid, this guy looked like a monster. And he got up. It was number 56 for the New York Giants. LT. Taylor. Oh, my God. I'm like, goodness gracious. I don't know if I want to play in this league or not. This is tough. Yes, <laughs> it's bad when you can, they can outrun you and they're twice your size, you know. Yes, sir. I, Coach, I just missed you because I became a ball boy in, in 1990. Okay, but for the Falcons, so yeah. I missed you by a couple of years. I, yeah. I, I, I'll be forty years old in March, so I missed okay. you by a couple of years, man. Yeah, <laughs> yep. but yeah, it's always fun to hear about the old Falcon. Was you out? Uh, was you out at the Swanee? Out in the Swanee? Yes, uh, sir. Exit, I was the Falcon Inn. Yes, sir. I was out there, man. You know, I went by there about eight years ago with my kids. I said, I'm going to show y'all where my facility was at when I was with the Falcons. We was going down to I-85. I get off on that Swanee exit. And I could not recognize anything there. I'm like, you know, it was just a one little gas station and a little Falcon Inn was there. Oh, it's and then built the up now, man. And now it's like four story buildings and stuff. Yes, like, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Because uh, now I grew up on the west side of Atlanta, but my dad took me up there. My dad wanted me to be involved in football, and 
my dad had a mission. Now I didn't get to play in the NFL, I, but I'm still doing radio last 15 years. I'm still around it. So, coach, I'm living the dream. Even my dad's dream anyway. I'm still living That's the dream. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, coach, I tell you what, it's fun to talk to you today. I've been a fan for years, man. I'm glad we was able to get this done, and I'll be cheering for you. Dan, do you all play at Mercer this year, coach? Or you, or you, you don't you don't play at Mercer? Yeah, we got we got two games this game, um, and then um, Citadel, and then we got three. We got uh, Chat Mercer and uh, Furman. So that's hopefully I a... catch you in one of those chat, one okay. of chat of Mercer. Hopefully, man, we'll yeah. win, I can get, I'll get get with get with Daniel. We'll we can get some set up, coach. Okay, sounds good, man. All right, Coach. Appreciate it. Have a great day, Coach. It was fun, man. You too. All right, buddy. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or... Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055-The-King. Get the King out at 1055-The-King.com and the Boss Man Show at com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show. Twitter at Boss Man Show and Facebook Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds 
Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.